Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. And you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are. Making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour. 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So uh, there was a little bit of a uh, heist in the NFL last night. How about those Chicago Bears getting nine points in some places before kickoff? Getting nine points and then going out there and taking a battle axe to the Patriots in Foxborough in primetime. How about it? Getting paid. Getting paid. Just handing out cash for those Chicago Bears. How did they know to do that? How do you know to do that? What do you mean? Well, that's the thing is, uh, you know, I'm sure there was some sharp money. On that, on the Bears, just because the number was was big, you know, yeah. for NFL standards, an eight and a half, nine point spreads big, but logic and reason would have told you not to take the Chicago Bears based on how they've looked this year. So if you did take the Bears, you're probably either a fan or you were just hoping that, hey, it's the NFL. There's a lot of parity. Uh, the Patriots probably won't uh, be able to beat them by that sizable of a margin. Uh, and then if you bet the money line, you're just a degenerate at that point. If you thought, <laughs> if you thought the 
Bears were going to blow out the Patriots in Foxborough with a quarterback who's, I don't know how old Justin Fields is, but Belichick has an incredible record versus quarterbacks like 25 and under. And uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, was a whooping. Like that, that's what that was last night. I mean, Justin Fields looked pretty good, man. I mean, he had the interception, but uh, as far as just, and we talked a little bit about the Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi situation and, and what the hell they're going to do there moving forward. But if you come away from that game on the Bears side of it, you got to be feeling a little bit more optimistic, a little bit more positive, considering the fact he doesn't have a whole hell of a lot around him. They've got injuries on the offensive line. They're shuffling that group around. You could come away from that game going, all right, so maybe there's a little something there with Justin Fields, no? He's getting I mean, some running yards. He was getting it done on the ground, too. Yeah, good you athlete. Somebody, somebody, I got a text yesterday from, they were like, man, TJ and Plex could come out of retirement and be better. <laughs> it could be better options for for the kid right now for Chicago. It's like he does, Justin Fields does not have any type of game-changing playmaker-type dudes seemingly on, on the roster right now. Yeah, Darnell Mooney's his uh, his number one wide receiver, and uh, he's a good player. But yeah, they have they they you know gutted that roster. Like this is all so they could have a bunch of salary cap space for next year. Um, Roquan Smith didn't get a deal done. Uh, by the way, I did find it funny after he got the, his interception that he made sure to uh, what, what's it was it making it rain? Uh, is that what he was doing with the uh, with the cash? Do you think he was uh, yep. pointing out that he yep. needs a new deal? Is that sort of what he was getting at there? Uh, that, amongst uh, that other Roquan things. Smith. Yeah. I mean, if they're so, not going to pay him. Someone's going to pay him. Um, so now the Bears find themselves, uh, according to DraftKings, again, nine-point underdogs at the Dallas Cowboys this upcoming week. What do you think about that? Juicy? You want to feast on it? Short I think week? you should take it. I think you should take it, Jonas. Okay. Well, I, I don't know that I want to take it. All right. I'm, I'm trying to be talked into it. So, so tell me all the reasons why to take it and why not to take it. All right. Well, Come why on. you wouldn't is back-to-back weeks on the road. That's never easy. Um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are, are one of the better defenses. I, I would say Dallas is a better defense than the Patriots. Um, and, I, and I do think at some point you're going to see the, uh, the, the Dallas offense kind of break out with Dak. You know, we haven't seen that yet. Maybe this is that opportunity to do it. So, yeah. yeah. We'll so, uh, so there's that. That is the. Oh, uh, did the, I not give a reason to bet Chicago in that one? Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, you could, if you could try and be a little bit positive, I thought there's you were no Justin reason Fields to bet guy. Chicago in this situation. There's, there's just not. Nine points is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a lot with the Bears. Okay. I mean, uh, the Green Bay Packers are 10.5 point underdogs against the Bills. Do you feel more confident about the Bears plus 9 or the Packers plus 10.5? Packers uh, plus 10.5. Yeah, okay. I agree. What about the Steelers plus 10.5 at Philadelphia? Nah, I think that's a bad bet. Yeah? You got well, to take into consideration while, while Philly is a much better team than Pittsburgh, it's still a state rivalry. That's going to be a hard-fought game. They're not going to blow them out. The Steelers? Nobody's going to blow anybody Steelers. out in that game. Yeah, they're going to they're going to fight because there's you know we think we're better than the eastern side. The eastern side thinks they're better than us. We we have very very we are worlds apart in how we handle things. Like Philadelphia is almost like in some ways they they it's I ain't going to do it because I, I represent Come PA. On. But Come on, I, I, I'll just say this. Come on, LeBron. Pittsburgh, we're we're our own dip. You know, Philly, I think it's like it's like they're like little brother to to New York is what I'll say. 
we don't we don't we don't ride <laughs> off any we don't ride off Ohio's coattails or anybody else. Pittsburgh's just Pittsburgh. You know, that's you know, Philly's different. They're unique in their own way. They got a lot of different um, traditions and cultures, but we think we're better. You know, we're winners. We have more Super Bowls. I believe we have more Stanley Cups. Um, maybe not wor- World Series, but we still think we're better. You know, that's just kind of – they have basketball. That's really all they have over us. Yeah. Is, you know, they, they have the Sixers. We, we don't – we feel like the sports teams we have are good enough. We don't need a basketball team. So, is it like you know. that with Cleveland and Cincinnati and Ohio? Does, does, does Cleveland look down on Cincinnati or vice versa? How does that work? How's uh, that I, I don't know. Work? I mean, it, it, it's they're kind of different in the sense that outside of football and baseball, you don't have – you know, there's no basketball team in Cincinnati. So, yeah. So, a little different in that respect. But so, they, they definitely – you definitely pick your side. You for sure are either – Hey, I'm either a Cleveland fan or a Cincy fan. I, I, maybe last year was an exception. You had a guy like uh, Joe Burrow who was uh, kind of a galvanizing guy, right? Like he played at Ohio State, then went to LSU. But now with the Bengals, I'm sure there was some – maybe I'm wrong in assuming this, but I'm sure there's some Browns fans who root for Ohio State that wanted to see Joe Burrow win a Super Bowl. So maybe like, – Like, look at it this way, Q. Is, is, is Ohio in a way – like, are, are they separated in a way where – the, the a certain like if it's eastern or western or southern part Maybe of the north state. and south but yeah okay so north and south do you guys have do you guys meet at the state championship and stuff like that like like that is does north or north uh, ohio oh there's an ohio north south there? game yeah yeah I played no that. what i'm saying is like in terms of your school is on the north side somebody else that's like a good quarterback is on the south side you guys meet in the state championship like that's the equivalent of PA, like PIAA Scholastic Sports. It's yeah. like we're, we we western side of the state will end up playing the the eastern side of the state for the state championship. You know, well I mean? you've, so you've got you've got four regions, so the, all those four regions all funnel into the final four, and it and it just depends on how who ends up winning the regions. Okay. So yeah, I mean technically there's the possibility of a north south facing a, you know or a north team facing a southern team. Um, like the year we played in it, I'm trying to think. We played. We were considered a northern team. We're a northern suburb of Columbus, but we were playing a Cincinnati team, who went on to end up losing to a northern team after they beat us. I think they lost to Warren Harding. So, so it's like, do you in think that sense, your region is better? South. Right. So like, you think your region is like it's the rivalry of what you think your region is. So our rivalry is we think we're better. We're better football players than than the eastern side, but there. There's some really, really great football on the eastern side of, of the state, like with like Bethlehem Catholic. And, and I, I don't want to go into it like all the, the details, but but the idea of it is, is that it's still the eastern side. So we meet up and become teammates at Penn State. That's why Penn State is interesting, because it represents the whole entire state. You know what I mean? So you're you when when local recruits like when top recruits come in, you know you're you're in, there's always the rivalry of oh you from Philly okay you, you know what up Ock you know what what up, what up Ock you know like they're they're different slang terms and then you know we we have our deal like like we we say uh, Cuzzo or whatever it may be so everybody has their different different things but the bottom line is back to the original point I do not think Philadelphia is going to to slaughter Pittsburgh. They they'll probably win, but I, I think it'll be tighter 
than that. You no. Know, it would be less than that point. I, I know in uh, in Dublin, Ohio, uh, where I'm familiar with, uh, we say, what's up, Slappy? I know that's what mm. we say. Uh, but again, like you could travel across the way and go to Westerville. Uh, you could go up to Delaware or even Marysville if you wanted to. But again, I'm just, you know, just talking uh, Dublin, you know, and stuff you know, like that. People, in, people in Detroit think they created what, what up, though. But, you know, yeah. Pittsburgh people, we, we're we what up, though, people, too. So I don't, you know, I don't know. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know, a little, little of that. Yeah, so Dan, but just looking you know, at the just, map. Huh? I'm not. That's I don't know what you're talking that's about, man. Exactly that's exactly what that, he's that's, doing. That is not 100%. not the case at all. I don't. I don't know what you're getting at here. Um, Isn't that a college, Grove City? Uh, I have no uh, idea. Uh, there is a, there is a Grove City College. Um, I believe it's actually a JUCO, but there's also a Grove so. City right. in Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Who, for whatever reason, used to always schedule us for their homecoming. So it's oh. <laughs> disrespectful. That's that's why we've been ruining homecomings there since 2001. That's really disrespectful. Trust me. Um, all right. So if you guys had to guess, who's the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots uh, moving forward based on what we saw last night? Oh, man. They're getting zapped, it's aren't Mac they? Mac Jones. Are they getting zapped? No. You think it's going to be Mac Jones? Yeah. All right. I- I'm going I'm going zapped. I think they're getting zapped. I think that's where we're headed here. Uh. This is. Uh, Does it matter if they both play? I mean, serious question. Well, so they're going to go platoon. I'd be into that. Let's go platoon. Let's let's do. But they're a the same guy. I mean, I they're headshot. They look like they could be twins. I know. They Their should, skill sets the exact same. They should switch jerseys and just see if anybody notices. Why not? Just send them out there. At this point, yeah. uh, the Patriots aren't a good football team. So why not just send them out there and see what you got? I mean, Belichick's he's not retiring after this year. He's got he's got more wiggle room there. What if the what if the, the New England Patriots finish lower than the Jets? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it's definitely possible right, possible right now, based on the records. <laughs> by, by the way, that would be one of the biggest accomplishments for the Jets organization in the last fifteen to twenty years. Is the fact that they finished ahead of the New England Patriots, who right now are the doormat of the AFC East. That might be the nail in the coffin for the Belichick Brady debate. Even regardless of how the Bucks look, because the Bucks are what three and four, but still atop of the NFC South. Yeah. <laughs> The, regardless of what the Bucks do this year, that might be the nail in the coffin for Bill Belichick and that debate. Okay, I, it's, it just, it's, so, it's kind of disrespectful, though, to the success that Belichick has had, isn't it? I mean, like, I, I, everyone wants to do the comp game and say, well, what did Brady do after he went to Tampa Bay and all that? They won I a just, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Tom Brady has That's the six all. Super first, Bowls. First year. Yeah, no, and I don't think Tom Brady has the six Super Bowls without Belichick and vice versa. The fact that we got to pick probably had, choose. what, three or four then? Is that what Tom we're saying? Tom Brady, was a, Tom Brady was a fine quarterback in college, but. Tom Brady was not what he was in the league. I'll tell you that. That different dude in the league. I played against both. He was not the same dude in the league that he was in college. And listen, I don't know if you attribute that to Bill Belichick. I don't know if it's someone else that came into Tom Brady's life. Somebody mentored him. Somebody showed him how to study film differently, see something, whatever. I have no idea who the credit goes to in terms of why he turned into that player in the league. But he was not that player in college. He was he was a fine football player, but not. I don't even know that he was. Was he an all? I don't even know if he was an all American in college. No, because uh, Drew know. Henson was. Uh, was yeah, the, I mean, they he, was, was, he was split in time. Yeah. they were split in time. Um, he, the adjusted win total for the uh, New England Patriots is seven and a half. 
All right, they're, they're sitting at three wins right now. Uh, they're at the Jets coming up this weekend. They've got the Colts and then the Jets again. Uh, and then they're at Minnesota, the Bills, at the Cardinals, there's, at the Raiders. There's a chance yeah. the Jets can see both quarterbacks. <laughs> they could see Zappy yeah. one game, Mac Jones the other. It's, it's like a, it's like a three-game series in baseball. You get a different starter each time you see them. So, yeah, yeah. There's, so yeah that's what we're looking at. Oh, God, they may not – they may not – finish with more than seven wins if you just look at the remainder of their schedule vikings bills at the cardinals at the raiders Bengals, dolphins at the bills jeez man this could be a six-win football team when it's all said and done so we could be looking at a six and eleven patriots team who was in the playoffs last year Mm. yikes so that's a problem but i'm sure they'll have fun with that uh locally there in boston they'll be nice to them with all that going on it is two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio from the tyrac.com studios lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here you can hang out with us as always on the iheart radio app so coming up next uh, we do have uh, some changes some changes could be coming to one portion of football that many of you have grown up with we'll get into that for you right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up later on, uh, look, probably a little over 20 minutes from now, we're going to look back at some prop bet monster results. Uh, somebody, uh, a real savant at this prop bet monster stuff uh, based on the results of last night. So we will get into that for you here. Again, a little over 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, any first responder will tell you, never try to beat a train after braking. It can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing stop because trains can't so uh you know how the usc trojans and the ucla bruins uh number 10 and 12 in the country number one in your hearts especially if you're listening right now on the blowtorch am 570 la sports so they're headed to the big 10 and uh apparently the big 10 is going to stick with the same divisional format the east west divisions for another season before ucla and usc decide to, to head on over and 2024. So for those of you that were wondering, man, are we still going to have to sit and uh, watch the Big Ten be split up into two divisions for another year as we get Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State and sort of the juggernauts in that conference on one side, and then your Purdue's and your Northwesterns and your Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, by the way, Iowa has still not scored uh, 100 points on the season in total, so that is a just a well-run offense through and through. But uh, as it stands right now, uh, we are going to get the same divisional format there Brady Quinn uh, east and west in the Big Ten for another go at it the interesting thing about that is at least if you look at how this year's setting up and and LeVar it's not that I don't want to factor in Penn State they are a double digit underdog this week at home Um, there's no doubt they factor in Ohio State's really good they are Um, they are really good the scheduling part that becomes really interesting once the Big Ten moves to a top two team format is if you look at how things are setting up this year you'd essentially have Ohio State, Michigan in back-to-back weeks. So it becomes really interesting to me, like the importance and the magnitude of that game. It kind of goes away a bit because the loser would still end up playing. Again, if those were the top two teams, since they play at the end of the season or the regular season, they just play each other again the following week in Indianapolis. 
So kind of an interesting thought to just how that impacts what has been the greatest rivalry in college football, at least in my opinion. And and looking moving forward, the fact that the Big Ten wants to do this, full well admitting that it, it might end up I, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a good thing for the Big Ten. You know, usually they have a really strong team out of the East, whether it's Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, whoever, that's going to be playing a lesser team from the Big Ten West, but is probably ranked. And you so you still get that win that launches you into the college football playoff. If there's expansion, probably doesn't matter as much. But if it stays at four teams, depending on how long that's going to be, you could end up eliminating one of your teams out of it. Where if you had a scenario where one team beats one the one week, the next week the other team beats you know that team, and all of a sudden you don't get any teams in the playoff. It's just kind of an interesting thing that obviously isn't going to play out for a couple of years now, but something that I wonder if the Big Ten has discussed and contemplated. And there's no way they're moving that game Thanksgiving weekend towards any other point in the season, correct? This isn't one of these, you know, just to avoid that possibility. Never say happening. never, man. You got people who are ah, probably man. out there smoking weed on the Santa Monica Pier who are thinking, this is Big Ten country? Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> right. I, I mean, but that's, that's... Brody's out there ripping waves at Big Ten country, bro. See, but that's tradition, man. We need the game, the game, Thanksgiving weekend. That's got to happen. You can't move that. And I know it's going to be a little awkward to see these two teams play again the following week. But I, I just I never complain. Like when people were complaining about Clemson and Alabama meeting in the national title game every year, like those are the two best teams in the country. If, if you can tell me we're going to get the two best teams in the country in the national championship game every year, I'm in. Like that's and you who get would to see them play more than once. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, so I'm not, I'm not that opposed to these two like, teams having to see each other. You a think week about in a Georgia. Row. You think about Georgia and Alabama. I mean, I, th- I think it's pretty cool if you see one team wins the SEC, you meet them, and they don't necessarily win the national championship. Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. You know, uh, so if you're getting the two best teams and they're from the same conference, so be it. Yeah. You know, so well, be it, do I, better. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the issue is you might not get either team because of this format. Yeah, no, I'm not debating your t- your. I'm not debating what you, the point you made. I'm just saying, in general, for me, I would love to see the two best teams, whether they're from right. the same right. conference or not. I don't care. Can, can I say something that's going to piss off probably a lot of people? Oh, by default, the Big Ten champion should be an automatic bid into the college football playoff. I'm sorry. Like, at, at what point do we just start I, I to acknowledge that, that, that I agree it's that. either the, the best or second best conference in the country? The SEC champ and the Big Ten champ should have two spots automatically in the college football I, playoff. I would disagree with that yeah. at all, Jonas. I just yeah, – I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I think based on how expansion looks like it's going to go, both the SEC, Big Ten, and as well as the other Power Fives will almost assuredly get their conference champions in. It just comes down to how many other teams, when you start to factor in the language that includes at-large bids, whether that's a group of five teams, an independent, et cetera, however you view that. That's, that's going to be an interesting spot. But we're not there yet. You know, We can't figure out a way of agreeing on how we want to go about defining – how many teams play off for a national championship. But I will say this. I mean, I feel like that hopefully that day is rapidly approaching because I think if, if you're a UCLA and USC fan and you're frustrated with the, them joining the Big Ten, you know, some of that slows down, I think at least, if – you know, you're a conference like the Pac-12 or Big 12, and you have a conference champion that gets automatic bid. 
you know, outside of the, the money that's tied to some of the TV rights, you know, you're still able to generate, you know, power in recruiting, power in and being able to say, hey, we are a part of the college football playoff. It's an easier path to get there. And so that at least helps to a degree. Um, but ultimately, again, you're still going to be behind the eight ball if you can't generate enough ratings as one of those college football brands to compete with what the Big Ten and the SEC are pushing out right uh, now. Oregon hasn't, because there's so, many, so much movement, it's hard to keep track of. Oregon hasn't made a decision on if they're leaving the Pac-12 yet, have they? I know there there've been rumblings about them potentially leaving, but well, nothing set in stone. I, I, right? Again, my my intuition is this: most like, like Kevin Warren, for example, the Big Ten might say, "Hey, we'd love an even number, and we'd love to add on an Oregon, uh, a Washington, two bigger markets on the West Coast. Um, you know, high academic standards, Stanford, Cal. We'd love to add those programs to our conference." But you might have a TV network that pushes back and go, well, we can bid on those rights through the Pac-12, which is a lot cheaper. So we don't want you to have them join their conference. And obviously, you know, behind the scenes, we're the ones who are ultimately paying for the rights to showcase these college programs. So it might be something that you see conference commissioners talk about. I don't know that it makes as much business sense, uh, especially as some of these different conferences negotiate their TV rights deals, whether that's the Big 12. It sounds like that's going to be up next. Uh, eventually, the Pac-12 will redo theirs as well. But the, the truth of the matter is, you know, adding more teams doesn't necessarily bring more value to your conference. It only dilutes what's currently there. God, so, so basically, anybody in the Pac-12 offices is just rooting for Oregon to win the, the conference this year. Just send UCLA and USC packing in a couple of years, uh, but just uh, roll with Oregon. That's going to stick around. Hopefully yeah, for it, a few. it was a bad look a couple weeks ago when you had the top two teams as far as rankings go. I think over USC and UCLA, and they're gone. You're going, yeah, join another conference. <laughs> they're Reynolds. I'll put it this way: There's a realistic scenario, though. Where the, think about that. If USC and UCLA are already leaving, you have four other teams in Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Cal. I mean, you're not going to have a Pac-12 because then if you're Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, they're all going to turn to the Big 12 and go, hi, how are you doing? Can we can we join? I mean, there's a realistic scenario where the Pac-12 is the Power 5 conference that may not exist in regards at least to football. Yeah, that's uh, well, it's too bad. Well, I mean, look, blame yourselves. By the way, I was trying to find a few weeks ago the Oregon State USC game, trying to find it on the Pac 12 network somewhere. What a disaster! Like, it's t- still to this day, all these years later, it is a disaster to find anywhere you can stream it uh, unless you have a certain account. It uh, you know, you get like five minutes of a free preview and then it closes back down, so they can blame themselves for it all they want. That's their problem. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. We are are going to get to uh, our results from the prop at monster on monday night football from last night that'll be coming up here uh in about 12 minutes from now so we did get the confirmation the news not good in uh, la for the chargers almost just said san diego sorry about that still working on that uh the la chargers jc jackson ruptured patella there was reports it was a dislocated kneecap that is not the case it's even more severe he's done for the year mike williams got a high ankle sprain he's done for several weeks uh it 
it's heading south in a hurry for the L.A. Chargers. Not uh, not great uh, as they continue to deal with injuries. Another year, and the injury bug uh, bites them in the ass. So there's that for the L.A. Chargers. Uh, not a, not a, not ideal for anybody involved. So both L.A. teams look like they're struggling a little bit here. So we knew the injuries were there, waiting for confirmation, and we got it yesterday on both those guys. What yeah. the F, man? What the It's F? unfortunate. I mean, obviously, he signed a big money deal. Um, hadn't played that great, though, before the injury this season. You know, and, and that's the tough part is I think they were hoping for more out of him. At one point, he got benched this season. So, yeah. tough loss there. Mike Williams is a tough loss for him, too. Uh, he's the leading receiver right now. But they've been kind of dinking and dunking more. I think that's a byproduct of their offensive line not being able to protect Herbert quite as much. But, you e- know, it's, Eckler's it's, it's got, LA, man. Eckler's got 53 catches on the season. Yeah, ne- next closest is Williams uh, at yeah. 37. So yeah, yeah they've been they've been using. Him he did a lot. get Keenan Allen back though. I mean, he'll he'll be able to replace that you know void to a degree. So um, he's missed some time. And then uh, what do you make of uh, PJ Walker? Uh, he's going to be the starter moving forward, or at least uh, that's Steve Wilkes says. I don't see why not. Why he wouldn't remain the starter there in Carolina? I, for, that's am I crazy? That's the best quarterback performance that I can recall. Carolina's gotten in at least a couple of years. Uh, what you we know, saw Sunday. Well, what's interesting about that, I think one of you guys pointed it out, maybe it was you, Q, that this was Matt Rule's guy. Yeah. Like he yeah. brought he brought the kid in and who knows who, you know, Baker Mayfield's guy or Sam Darnold's guy, who knows who brought those guys in, right? That might have been ownership. Then now Matt Rule isn't there. You put in the guy he brings in, and they get good quarterback play, and they they win the game, a big game, right? So, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes success is right there. You're right there at it. Sometimes, you know, the right decision is right there, and you see it staring you in the face. It's just a matter of sometimes who makes the decision, you know, who does it, or if it does work out when, you know, if ever that decision is made, you know, and, and so I don't know, maybe, maybe this under the surface of what was going on there, there's a pretty good team in, in Carolina. I, I think we'll find out. I mean, there was the question, will this be a good team? Um, will, will they rally or will they lay down? You know, teams usually either rally around one another when when a coach is let go uh, during the season or they just, you know, don't have the effort or whatever. One reason or another, they just don't play well and they continue to play worse. So this team, this team rallied. It'll be interesting to see with PJ and with the, you know, the circumstances they have right now in Carolina, can they continue to win? If they turn this thing around, then where do you give the credit to? You know, and I think that that's always an interesting discussion to have. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's the best performance that the Panthers have had in a couple years. I thought P.J. Walker did well, you know, obviously good enough to get him to win. Uh, I thought the defense played outstanding. That was more of the biggest takeaway. I, I just I wonder if at if some point if you're David Tepper as the owner, you're paying Sam Darnold. Once he's healthy, if you're not saying, I'm paying the guy, he might as well come in and play. And, 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 and Sam Darnold did have, did have a few big performances early on last season uh, before things started to fall apart. I mean, look at the beginning of the season. They started off, what, 3-0 and last year? Yeah. Mistaken? Yep. Yep. Yes, they did. I mean, they got off to a hot start. He was playing well, and then everything started to fall McCaffrey, apart. McCaffrey got hurt, and then everything yeah. changed. Yeah. Well, again. Well, well I, McCaffrey had to stay at home. Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, that's, and nurse his wounds. Kind of, I'm glad that's you, correct. glad you brought yeah. that up. Let me go yeah, ahead and get on that and to see how, how that uh, rehab is going for Christian. Do you think he'll be as injury-prone in San Francisco? 
Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. There's, uh, there's just a lot of things that get in the way. Did she go to be. San Francisco? Oh, with yeah. She's probably been begging for a bigger city, closer to Napa, all sorts of yeah. great well, spots. Well, if she's more, if she's in wine country and she's, you know, handling that, maybe Christian has more downtime to play football, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's possible. Uh, yeah, that's that is possible. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. Y'all yeah, didn't catch what I just did right there. Oh, I, I caught it. Yeah. yeah I was, okay. I was right, catching okay. something else. Um, oh, whoa, so whoa, just to go. Uh, whoa, to Jonas. Sure, uh, no, again, this is just you know research because we want to make sure that we're on top of all this stuff. We're about <laughs> so, accuracy on this show. That's like, right. We, we're trying to get things right here. All right. We don't want to make uh, the people Jonas. behind the scenes have to do any sort of editing or anything on the podcast. So yeah. we want to make sure we get this all done right. So yeah. just go ahead, check your phones. All right. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on yep. fox sports radio uh lavar errington brady a, quinn jonas knox top is that? Uh, <laughs> i gotta be honest that's probably the least provocative outfit you've ever sent a picture okay. of okay well, in our text right. chat that was actually okay. really disappointing okay well, i, I, I hate to right. like rain on your parade right that's now right. you feel good on, like all There's your research on a tuesday that. why don't you rain on this that of all the things you chose all that right. was the one that's fine Go ahead and get your umbrella ready for this then. All right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, it's coming up next. We're going to look back on the prop bet monster results from Monday night. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. By the way, if you missed any of this program, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. A lot of tales from autograph seekers in bathrooms. So... If, you, uh, if you're if you wondering what that's in reference to, uh, just go check out the podcast after we are done here. Uh, we're going to be back on the air tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. Uh, the old P. Petros Papadakis is going to join us. Going to have the BQ News. Are we getting all Florida BQ News, or is it just uh, whatever the goods are from around the country for tomorrow? Uh, we'll see how much time we have. We'll yeah. see how much time we have. Yeah. We usually have time for maybe a story or two. Yeah. So. That's a shame. We're working on that. Uh, we're we're eh. definitely working on that. Um, it's football season. I'm not, yeah. I'm not really concerned with that. It's uh, the prop at Monster coming up here in just a moment. But uh, first, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we can talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul. <laughs> The Prop Bet Monster. All right, so lead the lap. Where do we stand on the season? Because um, I think basically everything before this week was all preseason, correct? And now this is the real stuff starting? According, that- according to some, if that were the case, then Brady had a great preseason. Brady, right. Brady has been uh, 
dominant so far. Yeah, is, but like, like how say. many how many game lead does he have over everybody else? At, l- at least a full week on uh, on Lavar, and at least he's he's du- let's just say he's doubled you, Jones. <laughs> I've been lapped. Good God. Uh, all right. Uh, so what what happened last night? Well, last night, uh, unfortunately, we I didn't I did not catch any highlights from Super Bowl twenty. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, they big didn't. surprise there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so nobody throw won. that one out. So yeah. throw that one out. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did go to most rushing yards in the game. Um, we had David Montgomery on there. We had Ramondre Stevenson. We had Damian Harris, but it was actually Justin Fields who led the field. All right, throw that throw that one out. All right, over how, two. How did Ramondre Stevenson not have a better night? The Bears' rush defense has been a problem all year. It's been bad, and uh, and well, that's that's the thing though is we really wanted to showcase the quarterback controversy, so Matt Patricia wanted to air it out with Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. How'd that work? <laughs> we wanted to get go. zapped. That's what <laughs> happened. What else, Lee? All right, here we now we start getting into it. Who finished the game at quarterback for the Patriots? Obviously, between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Who well, Lavar and Brady, you guys took Mac Jones. Jonas, you did in fact correctly predict Bailey Zappi. Yes, he did. Only because we both said Mac Jones. Throw him up. Got zapped. Good for you. I mean, if that's your way of getting your dubs, good for you. That might be the only one he got. What was the others? We had, uh, what would the Bears have more of? Touchdowns, field goals, or turnovers? LeVar, you had turnovers. That was one. Jonas, you had touchdowns. That was three. Brady, you had field goals. That was four. Brady took that one. I don't know about that. Yeah. Are we sure about that? We're sure about the, uh, the number of field goals there? We totally positive. I mean, I, I mean, I think well, we should go back. Guessing. Yeah, I think we should go back. Uh, maybe look at it. Are you saying uh, Cairo Santos was uh, four for four from field goals? Uh, right. Well, that'd be twelve points. Yeah. They finished with thirty. What three? Thirty-three. Okay, yeah. so right. twelve plus twenty-one, which is three touchdowns, yeah. would be thirty-three. Oh. All right, interesting. All right. Well, yeah. they sh- they should have. Got, had another touchdown. I think is what was the, that another one where you just didn't do the math there, pal? What happened? No, there? I did. I did the okay. math. I was trying to find a way out of it. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I'm gotcha. Fa- listen, I'm familiar with what the difference is between four and three. Okay, yeah. right. I, d- I did survive that class. Okay, just what saying. else, Lee? Just question asking. Lastly, we uh, we tried to predict the color of Bill Belichick's hoodie Damn between it. blue, red, gray, or no hoodie at all. Jonas, you picked no hoodie. Bad choice by you, Brady. You took blue, and Lavar, you. Pr- Correctly predicted gray. Hey! Uh, by, by the way, why would Belichick go with gray in those sort of conditions? All right, wouldn't you want a dark color? He so generally wears. Uh, well, I don't want to say that. I, I've, from my recollection, he wears gray away. Well, they're you, at home. LeVar, what are you wearing? Oh, LeVar, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> or in Foxborough. Yeah, well, then I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I uh, mean, my guess would be he wants to stand out because they wear, they wear blue for the uniforms at home. So you want people to see you. Oh. You wear blue. You might blend in with everyone so else. So real showman, that Belichick. I thought he, I thought he was just going to be one of the guys on the team. Yeah. You know, so I thought he wore blue as well. I but. thought he wore, wears blue at home, but okay. By the way, do you think the challenge flag in the sock – is a weird thing to do. Like, no, you I like that pocket? idea. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's kind of like the people who carry like a pistol in their sock, you know? Those, yeah, like, mini pistols. That's true. Yeah, it's like a challenger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mini pistol in your sock. Yeah. Those miniature ones. Yeah. It's like Michael Douglas. Yeah, pistol he's carrying around. Yeah. Breathe oh. out of his ears. Uh, Lee, Michael Douglas looks for pistols. Abe, <laughs> he does snorkels yeah. too. Yeah, snorkels. Uh, so, Lavar, what do you wear when you coach? Do you go uh, hoodie like with cutoff sleeves, or what do you go with when you're coaching? I wear a zip up, a zip up hoodie. Huh. 
Well, yeah, where is it? Brady, up? what would you wear if you coached? I could see you uh, going like whatever a the team gives full me. Suit. You know, the team issue. No, I, I've, I've coached a little before. It's whatever the team gives you. You know, Brady. So it'd be one of the, one of the team, one of the guys. In. Oh yeah, it'd be tucked in. Hundred percent. No, it looked like he was going golfing. Al Golden. He might have a long sleeve underneath. <laughs> hey, Pagman. Oh no. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.